A sister's supposed to help a brother out. No, a sister ain't supposed to help a brother out. A brother's supposed to take care of the sister. And if you can't take care of the sister, then you don't need this sister. When you go out to dinner, he's talking about, ooh, I left my wallet. <laughs> you need to be like crime, you don't pay. When you're in the 30s and the 40s, and you meet some guy that's talking about he, he's trying to get himself together, stamp no on it and just, just put it on out the door and keep going. Okay, that's a sign. You need to wonder about that. If he's had six jobs in 10 years, oh, you want to preach this? Okay. That's a sign. You need to wonder about that. This is Jerry G. Martin. Today we're bringing you a message, especially for singles, called Signs and Wonders. What are the signs you need to look at in relationships and what you need to wonder about? Join us today as we walk in the light of God's Word. Observe behavior that is critical to you. There are some things that you're sensitive about. Is this person possessive? You know, there are times to give people a little room to be themselves, to have their own personality and all that. But there are some things you just, you're going to say, you know what? I don't deal with that. Are they so possessive that it's a, it's a problem? Are they irrationally jealous whenever you interact with somebody of the opposite sex? Just irrationally jealous. Is there any abusive language, abusive behavior, physical or mental? Now listen, when you meet somebody, they don't start abusing you physically and mentally right away. It builds up. They may disrespect you with words or uh, grab you a little tight. First time that happened, that's when you need to say, you know what, I'm gone. No, but uh, he's so cute. Yeah, he ain't going to be cute when he go upside your head. You ain't going to be able to see how cute he is. So you need to say, no, no, no. You don't even have to argue with them or negotiate with them. Just leave. Why? Because you don't have anything that you've established with them. You got to watch out for those kinds of things. Because it's not going to get better after you get married. It's not getting better. It's getting worse. So when someone disrespect you, say something unkind, that's a little sign that you said, you know what, that didn't sound right, that didn't feel right, that was disrespectful. Just say, you know what, I'm going another way. You know, you need to change that. Forget about it, don't let them change it. You stay where you are, I'm gone. But when you're in a hurry and you just want somebody so bad, you just start ignoring those things. And I'm telling you, that's a sign. You need to wonder about that. Lazy, living in an unkempt living environment, that might be good. You might think, uh, lazy, I can deal with that. If you can deal with that, that's okay. How do these people act or interact with persons of the opposite sex? Does she always make comments on how cute other guys are or vice versa? And does his eyes follow other women too long? Now, are there magazines, books, and movies that indicate there might be a problem or an addiction? See, what I'm saying, when you're around them, you, you know, you're, on the, you're a covert activity. You're discovering things. You're looking at things. Why has he got these X-rated movies? Or why does she have all these X-rated movies? That's, <laughs> so one of the brothers say, don't just say it about the men. Because the women have equal rights nowadays. They start buying those movies too. So what's up with all of this? I'm talking to saints now. I'm talking to believers. Y'all not even trying to get no unbeliever, are you? One of the biggest problems in marriage is finances. People have financial issues. So I want to go and I want to, I want to have a good understanding of how this person manages their finances. Are they a spender or a saver? Are they a spender or a saver? And neither one of those are wrong, but it depends on how, how is that 
figure out to you. And a lot of times the Lord will put a spender with a saver together. And that brings balance. Right? You don't need two spenders in the same house. You don't need two frugal people. I don't use the word cheap because they label me with that and I didn't like it. <laughs> but that brings balance. But you also want to have a good understanding of which one that you are dealing with. Now, this is for men now, because men are the providers. Are they not the providers no more? They ought to be. So if you're a woman, you ought to be looking for a man who can be a provider. Now, somebody asked, what is a helpmate supposed to do? Listen, help only occurs when you already are involved in the activity. I can't help you if you're not doing anything. That's not help. That's funding. If a brother say, you ain't helping me when he's not working, no, that's not help. Help means I'm assisting in what you're already doing. So if you're not doing anything, I can't help you. So I don't know where the brothers get this. Our sisters, you've got to kind of help a brother out till I can kind of get myself together. Listen, I am too old for you to wait for somebody to get themselves together. You need to be together when you start talking to me. And now when you're 18 and 19, you know, and you got a 20-year-old guy and he's trying to go to college and just trying to get established, that's okay. When you're in the 30s and the 40s and you meet some guy that's talking about he, he's trying to get himself together, stamp no on it and just put it on and just put it on out the door and keep going. Uh, you know, you're supposed to, a sister's supposed to help a brother out. No, a sister ain't supposed to help a brother out. A brother's supposed to take care of the sister. And if you can't take care of the sister, then you don't need this sister. Okay, that's a sign. You need to wonder about that. Uh, when you go out to dinner, he's talking about, ooh, I left my wallet. <laughs> Somebody heard that already. Ooh, I left my wallet. Can you, uh, you know what? Mm-mm. We, we both going to wash dishes. I ain't paying. Okay? You need to be like crime. You don't pay. <laughs> That's a sign when he talks about that. If he's had six jobs in ten years, oh, you want to preach this? Okay. That's a sign. <laughs> you need to wonder about that. Right? Because you need financial stability. You need someone who has have an understanding that in order to provide to have a wife and to do what God says, you have to be a provider and have prepared yourself to provide for that family. And if you don't have that understanding, you're talking to the wrong person. So are they trying to borrow money from you? You should never loan a guy some money. Never. Ever. So some of you need to repent. How many of y'all need to repent already? You should never, ever loan him any money. If he don't have no money, he don't need to be talking to you. So nobody taught y'all that. Baby, I just, you know, I'm trying to make it. I'm just, uh, you know, things ain't, ain't flowing like I want to flow. But, uh, you know, I, I got this little plan and... Uh, you know, I'm kind of work this thing out. I just need you to help a brother out, you know. You, you know, we're in this together, you know. Forget about it. You ain't no money. In fact, once you get serious, and before you get too serious, and I like what uh, Dr. Ellen said, and maybe that's something we ought to look at very carefully. You need to do marital counseling before you get engaged. Because once you engage, we can't talk you out of nothing. You just want to go through the motion. But before you get engaged, you can... You can think about it a little bit more, and you haven't told everybody you were getting married, so you're not going to be embarrassed and all that stuff like that. I tell people, even if you change your mind coming down the aisle, 
that's okay with me. Just say, I changed my mind, I don't want to do this. We'll still eat the cake. <laughs> we just say, okay, everybody, it's not going to be a wedding today, but we still have the reception, and let's go over there and, and eat the cake, and we're going home. I advise people, especially when they are within a certain age, now I don't advise them when they're 18 and 19 and 20, but if there's, there's some history, get a credit report and take a look at that credit report. Well, because it can give you a sign. You need to look at that. You don't want to wait till you get married to find out that you thought they had one child and they paying child support for four kids. And run background checks. You can do all of that. It don't cost you but a few dollars. You found out, I know they were married twice. I didn't know they were married four times. So there's no reason for us not to know that these days. Why are you checking on me? Because this is life or death. So I'm going to check. And I have the capacity to check. And I want to find out. I want to do a credit check. I don't want to get married to you and have somebody come repossessing my stuff. Somebody say, well, what about love? Well, we're going to get to love after we do all this business. <laughs> Once I take care of this business, I can find out where the love can flow. <laughs> somebody had a song back in the 60s, love gives you such a thrill, but love don't pay my bills. I need money. You also want to notice habitual behavior in a person. Lottery tickets all over the car could be a sign of a gambling issue, okay? I'm talking about Christians now, see? Because I know that you're only going to go with Christians. So Christians ain't got no business with a bunch of lottery tickets in their car. And I know Christians play the lottery. They play it here at the light of the world. But nobody ever brought the lottery tithe in, so they ain't winning nothing. <laughs> so you don't need to play the lottery. That's not God's plan for you. If somebody's playing the lottery, they probably got other issues as well. If they can displaying signs of drug or alcohol abuse, how do you know that? Unexplained absences, missed dates, frequent car accidents, the smell of alcohol or strong odor of mouthwash. If you just smell like all that mouthwash every time, you might have an issue. Erratic behavior, emotional swings, all those kinds of things. And, and you just, oh, well, he, you know, he, he's having some stress on his job. And women be making... More excuses for these guys. He's having some stress. I'm looking at him. I'm saying, this dude here is on something. Oh, Pastor, he's just having some stress. Yeah, he got more than stress. Unusual patterns. Can't be located for three days. Until you've been working overtime on offshore. I got me an offshore job. Uh, how long did you work? It's just a three-day job, baby. Just a three-day job, baby. I couldn't wait to get back to you. Uh, you got stuff that's missing from your possession. So you need to ask questions and ask them at different times in different ways without being interrogating. Again, background checks are, are not inappropriate. And so I wouldn't have no problem with it. Give me your social security number, your driver's license number. I'm going to run some checks on you before we get too far. If you ain't got nothing to hide and you're serious, now don't do that the first date. <laughs> at least get you a steak dinner or something. You know, lobster and whatever, but don't do that on the first date before you order. So before we get too far, I'd like to drive advice. Don't do that. Wait a little while, okay? You think it might go down that way. And here's a question. Know yourself and what you cannot tolerate. There have to be some things that are non-negotiable. Or do you have any non-negotiables in your life in terms of these are some things that I certainly cannot deal with at all. Once you have those non-negotiables, don't compromise on your non-negotiables. 
right? Just say, you know what? If this is not working like that, then we can't go any further. And don't let them try to talk you out of it because, um, you know, people are good at, at uh, representing their own cause and just telling you it's going to be better and just give us a chance to work through this and all of that. Listen, this is a non-negotiable. It will not happen. If you decide you're not going to go to church, then that's non-negotiable. Well, the Lord's going to save him. I just believe God. We just had a message this morning. Nothing is impossible. Mm-hmm. That's just what you do. I'm going to pray. I believe God's going to bring him in once I just get to working on him and praying and laying. I'm going to put some anointing oil all on him and all this stuff like that. The answer should be no. That's a non-negotiable. You can save the work. Listen, you cannot make a silk's purse out of a sow's ears, what they used to say. What you have is what you have. Listen, don't get a Volkswagen and get it home and try to make it out of a Cadillac. This is Jerry G. Martin, and thanks again for listening to us as we've been bringing you a message, especially for singles, called Signs and Wonders. There are often times when we start off in a relationship, we recognize that there are some things that are problems. We tend to overlook those while we're dating, but they come back to cause us major issues during the marriage. So we want you to focus in on the signs you need to pay attention to and you need to really wonder about those things to the point where you may have to make some decisions. The best relationship you can ever have is with Jesus Christ. He'll never leave you and he'll never forsake you. If you would like to listen to this message again in its entirety or share it with a friend, you can go to our podcast at The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. Again, that's The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. And you can listen to today's message as well as previous messages that have aired on this station. I want you to come and be my guest at The Light of the World. We're meeting each Sunday in person at 16161 Old Humble Road. Come and see what God is doing. God is doing some amazing things. He's reaching the loss. He's restoring those that are broken. And God is building up his body of believers. For more information, you can go to our website at lowcf.org. Again, that's lowcf.org. Let me remind you about the Beacon Bookstore. Those of you who are looking for books and Bibles, communion supplies, Sunday school supplies, anointing oil, and other church-related items, call the Beacon at 281-441-2885. Again, that's 281-441-2885. Now for the light of the world, this is Jerry G. Martin saying, may the Lord our God richly bless you, and we'll be with you again next time.